Welcome back, Dodecadorks. We're the 12 sided guys. We have Jordan as Dr. Rupert Q. Havenport. Why, hello there. <laughs> Sabrina as Althea Goldenclaw III. Can I help you? Matt as the Peacock Knight. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Scott as Droog of the Ankle Shankers. All right, laddie. <laughs> Me, Paul, as Kayvon Borso. How you doing? And our special guest DM, Aaron, as the Herder of Cats. Hi, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yes. Thanks for joining us today on our first session of our new mini campaign. Uh, I'm personally so excited to be a player for a little bit. And I can assure you, if Aaron is a cat herder, then I very well may end up being the hardest cat to herd. So apologies right off the bat. Oh, spoiler alert. We're all playing kittens. (laughs) 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 I'm Rumple Teaser. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the magical Mr. Mistopheles. I'm Beelzebub. (laughs) I was going to ask if there would be CG buttholes on this one, so. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what was set? Were there CG buttholes in the Cats musical? Girl, they're not CG. They were edited out right before it was released. Oh, my goodness. A version somewhere. Oh, my goodness. I never saw it. Anyway. Well, hey, everybody who did wishes they had it. I think think I'm still in the theater watching Cats. Like, I've never woken up. It's still happening. Come back to us. Well, don't forget about our Patreon for bonus content. And we have Discord and Twitch for hanging out and talking about all the things 12-sided guys and beyond. Anyway, if you dressed up America's favorite twins after winning a horse race, then this podcast is for you. It's A Nauseous Nocturne, Episode 1. for you that one was for you sabrina you know what game that was sabrina sorry i totally missed it the dog was like barking at me i'm sorry it's mary kate and ashley olsen winter circle or whatever it was oh my god (laughs) (laughs) okay take it away aaron you in this campaign are starting in a land known as uh, the City of Rocketeer, and you find yourselves where you're starting at a mansion on the outskirts of town, deep within the forest. Uh, as you see this image here, basically tucked away in a green, lush, slightly foreboding uh, forest. Looks gorgeous during the day, definitely a little too dark at night. Um, you find your group hired as a security crew for the local countess who owns this mansion. And what you're finding is that you've been hired to, she's basically throwing a gigantic ball kind of 
presenting of her daughter to other people of the elite. And she's asked you to come here and kind of watch over things. Like a debutante, like coming out thing. Kind of, but her daughter is older. Uh, so it's not necessarily in the same way, but... Like, we've been hiding her, but now she's in her 30s and we gotta, like, show her to somebody. It's, well, it's more like it's more like she's been doing her own thing and now I'm upset with my daughter and I want her to get married, so I'm forcing her <laughs> oh. to do this ball. Okay. She's graceful and amazing and she's independent and uh, this just happens to be the time that she's looking for uh, a partner. Jeez. She's beauty and she's grace. <laughs> she's Miss United States. <laughs> Yes, I just quoted Miss Congeniality. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So now, canon, it's uh, Sandra B is the the daughter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But no, you you would know. (laughs) You would know as people here that uh, the daughter of this countess is she's heir to the to the countess to her her estate. She is an adventurer. She's been gone for many years. You would know kind of the rumblings among the common people about the affairs of the elite, right? Um, where they've heard this. And so she's been gone for many years adventuring, making a name for herself. Uh, you've heard rumblings that her mother was never very happy with it, that she, you know, kind of looked down on it. But uh, all you know now is that the daughter has returned from adventuring and the countess has decided to throw this ball of sorts uh, for her daughter. So that's the basic gist of what you would know about that situation so far. Can you tell me her name one more time? Uh, She is the Countess Urkans. Countess Urkans. Urkans. Okay. Uh, Her full name is the Countess Jacqueline de Guen Urkan, and her daughter is Suzette Urkans. Got it. Okay. I was just going to say, so you've been hired as a security kind of detail for this. And what I'll tell you is a basic setup for that is that you came, you showed up uh, at the mansion and you were given a small crystal that uh, when you press a button on the side of it, it will show basically that you are a hired worker to the staff. So you can kind of prove who you are, but you have been asked to appear in Ball Couture uh, for the party because the Countess sent you all a note saying, Normally I would need no guards at the castle as it offers its own contraptions and protections, but those are for invaders and enemies attacking. Recently I've learned that someone may be out to hurt me or my family, and so I've hired extra protection tonight. I would like for you to mingle with the guests, learn about them, act as guests, and suss out anything you can on who would want to hurt my family or what that threat might be. While the threat may not come themselves, it's possible that someone attending tonight will have heard whispers of something. So this is your basic setup. You've been invited to the ball. You are to mingle as a guest of your own. Try to figure some some things out, some information, participate and protect from anything that could or doesn't or does happen uh, during the event. A quick question. Uh, So if we're dressed in ball uh, attire, are weapons allowed? They are. Okay. Not that that matters for Kayvon. He just needs his hands to kill. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be fair. If he's dressed for a ball, he's wearing like a you know fantasy tuxedo, but the sleeves have been have been removed. <laughs> I, I will, I will say that you wouldn't necessarily open open carry weapons of a certain threatening nature, but in a decorative way or just hidden within your clothes. 
you would be totally fine having weapons. Well, if my sleeves are ripped off, then my weapons are not hidden. Oh, boy. This guy. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> um, so tell me, though. Your kind of group, you are working as a security detail. Is there anything about you working as a group that you think would kind of be interactions between your characters that have happened or that is kind of the relationship here? If you want to introduce your character and explain kind of who they are in this situation, we can figure some stuff out with that. Sure. Uh, I, I might kick things off if that's cool with everybody. You are how we know each other. Word. Do it. Hearing, I was going to say, and hearing no objections, we go ahead and, be, and proceed. Um, so I am Dr. Rupert Q. Havenport. Um, Rupert, or Rupi, as he's known by his friends or, or from his friends, um, is a, a bit of an eccentric performer, uh, former musician, um, was a, a ringmaster in like a traveling performance troupe. He is clearly past his prime. He's somewhere in his, you know, yonder years of life. His blonde hair is thinning and turning white uh, most of the place on his face, in his large mustache and on his head. He has a top hat and his clothes, while nice and of kind of an upper crust variety, are probably about 20 years too late in terms of their fashionability. They're showing a, just a little bit of wear and uh, and like age and disrepair in certain places. But he's tried to do a good job of keep them clean and take good care of them. Um, as a frequent patron to many of the taverns and pubs throughout the different you know local towns and cities, uh, Dr. Rupert had a chance to meet with many of our other fellow companions of the evening and was able to kind of relay the events and the needs of the night as a potential job opportunity for some of his newfound friends. Beautiful. Does that work? Are we cool with that? Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Awesome. I, I just hijacked that story. Is that okay, though? That, that works great. That works great. Okay. So right next to him in a suit that also looks a little too old and maybe a little too big um, is uh, is is the peacock knight um and and he's wearing you know nice evening clothes like for a party but they maybe you know it'd be like showing up to showing up to the prom in like a how do i put this like a mandarin collar or like a zoot suit <laughs> like a zoot tux like a like a like a like a dumb and dumber tuxedo yeah <laughs> not quite that extreme but yes like so <laughs> just really a little you know, out of style. Um, but what's interesting about this as well is that he is wearing a full-on copper and brass helmet with his evening wear that looks kind of like a... It's got like peacock emblems and things on it. So it's got like a peacock's head is like the crest. And then it has these... Uh, you know, flowing down behind the helmet, it has like almost like the tail of a peacock in stained glass. And uh, he's uh, the Peacock Knight is just uh, kind of looking around right next to uh, uh, Hubert and uh, looking uncomfortable. Does he have a peacock with him? Why do they call him the Peacock Knight? His helmet looks like a peacock. I mean, yeah, but I kind of was hoping you would have a peacock. We don't know his name, right? OK, so so I guess we could say this. The Peacock Knight, that that name would not be unknown in this city. 
So you would know that like he he is someone who does do jobs and things similar to what we're doing right now. And th- there is word that he does have a peacock companion. Yes. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I want to see the companion. That is enigmatic and fancy. And I love would it. Would you like to see his peacock? I would like to see the peacock. Show me your peacock. Just pull out your peacock. I'm a peacock. I want to. I want to soar. Isn't that what? Wasn't that from the good? The other guys. Like I'm a peacock. Watch me soar. (laughs) Are you quoting? Are you seriously quoting that movie? It was a great movie. (laughs) Aim for the bushes. (laughs) That was the only good part. Okay, so that's so that's the peacock night right now. Just looking around awkward, like uh, right. Well, um, off on another side of the room um, is probably um, another um, not uncomfortable talking to people, but definitely doesn't look like um, this is his kind of scene. Um, you see a tall uh, human man, about six foot six. He's got uh, long brown hair down to his shoulders. Um, he's like I said, he's got his nice wear uh, evening wear on, but it, the sleeves have been removed. Um, so he's got his arms showing. Um, he just doesn't like sleeves. <laughs> you see Kayvon, um, and he is regaling somebody uh, at the party, just talking to them. He's very new to this group, very new to this uh, to this area, to the city. Um, if you talk to him for any length of time, he'll tell you all about his exploits he used to go on. But now, in his early 50s, um, now he, he's just kind of trying to make ends meet, just uh, traveling around, trying odd jobs and uh, has now ended up here but he's always got a story to share and uh, he likes to talk about his past experiences (laughs) i hate him (laughs) (laughs) not wearing sleeves he's not wearing sleeves no no he's not wearing sleeves so althea originally i think was kind of standing next to uh the, the rest of the group but after kind of looking them over and their lack of attire probably would take a few steps towards the crowd to intermingle. Um, But as she walks away, they kind of notice like she looks immaculately put together, like her, her makeup, her hair, like everything looks like this is kind of something that she was meant for. Um, Her dress is like awkwardly though, not as nice as it should be for how like put together she looks like it's, it's um, well styled, but it just, it doesn't look quite as, um, it, as as nice as it should almost it looks a little out of place and she would kind of immediately just grab a drink and mosey into the crowd to start uh, socializing and droog is a three foot ten inch tall goblin <laughs> he's got an eye patch and the eye patch it's not like a regular like pirate's eye patch it's more like a steampunky like it looks like it's fused to his skull a little bit where it touches his skin over his his right eye um slicked back uh black hair light gray skin he's dressed very fancy with a nice long brown overcoat long it's probably like three and a half feet long for him <laughs> super long <laughs> super long super long he uh those that know him well or those that maybe are observing closely notice that um the skin at the the nape of his neck where um, his collar is um is stitched with like metallic plates and his his right arm is also seems like it's made out of some sort of metal. Um, he's currently standing on one of the chairs, not sitting, he's standing on the chair and eating at one of the tables. Awesome. Is that, is that everyone? 
I mean, that, that's, that's all of us. There's okay. a lot of other people on this map, though. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> yes, there are. Do, wait, wait, real quick. Do I need a, do I need a pad of paper and a pen? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thinking I need a pad of paper and a pen. <laughs> that's up to you. I mean, you can see how it goes. It, it, you, you, don't, you probably don't need to know everyone here, but your mission is to, you know. Yes, yes. Meet some of them. Yeah. So I'll describe this as, so you are in a gigantic ballroom. Uh, It is covered in kind of like purples and reds, these velvets. It has golden chandeliers hanging from the ceiling. There's a gigantic table in the middle with kind of dining areas on either side. The table is spread with just the fanciest of foods that you can imagine. Like there's an entire tower 10 feet tall of cupcakes. There's 15 kinds of meat spread out across. There's all kinds of veggies that are fresh and wonderful looking and and fruits and just just the most splendid spread of food. Where's the cheese? The cheese actually is the whole left side of the table. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh. hallelujah. <laughs> There's hard cheeses, there's soft cheeses, there's stinky cheeses, there's smoked cheeses. You name a cheese, it's here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Peacock Knight's trying to eat cheese, but can't quite figure out if he can get it through his helmet or not. <laughs> as as you're kind of attempting some cheese, you'll you'll see a maid come over and be like, "Would you would you like me to to chop that for you, sir?" Uh, no, uh, no, nah, nah, it's cool. Thank you. And he just puts it on. He just sets it down on like some other table <laughs> and like wanders away <laughs> excellent excellent um also so there's there's tons of people milling around here at the on the east side of the room you can see kind of set up on a little dais with these big comfy chairs there are three of the heads of the party which you would all know this as uh first there is the countess or cons which I'll show their picture here. Who's sitting up there? Sitting behind her is her daughter, Suzette. And then sitting beside them, you would know her as Rita Murdoch, and she is the mayor of the local town of Rocketeer. Okay. So these are like big, important people. Big, important people. Um, this the very much the elite of the, the land here. Rita says hi back. What was her name again? (laughs) Rita Murdoch. Rita Murdoch. Oh, sorry. Just another thing to notice here is that also around this gorgeously lit, lit, shining room, there are tiny constructs of hummingbirds that are just flying all around, um, touching on metal flowers and things that you can see around in the decorations. Ah, that's cool. Do they appear to be decorations or are they serving a purpose? Can I like try to figure out why they're here? Uh, yeah, you can do that. Give me a uh, investigation check. All right, I'm good at this. I always try and tell you guys, the birds aren't real. Negative <laughs> 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 What? I mean, so my, so intelligence is my dump stat. Yes, uh, I have a negative one to intelligence. <laughs> Kayvon, you see that there are birds here. Mm-hmm. 
you don't know if someone left a window open. <laughs> you're not sure <laughs> if they live here all the time. Uh, you're not even sure if they're part bird, part machine, full machine, full bird. You're just like, there are birds here. Kayvon, um, as he's talking to people, like tries to pull a flower out of one of the planters and is trying to like lure one of these hummingbirds to him to catch it so he can go release it outside. <laughs> <laughs> it walked on my pillow. Um, <laughs> So if you're trying, so what are you trying to do with the hummingbird? I'm trying to lure it towards me. It's like animal handling, I guess, right? But it's not really an animal. I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Give me, give me an animal handling check for this. Okay. This one's a little better. Plus zero. I got a 15. 15. So you, you know that you're properly coaxing this hummingbird. It just doesn't seem to be paying attention to you. So you're not sure why, but it, as much as the birds seem to be visiting all around the party, they don't necessarily seem to be reacting to guests. All right. <laughs> Wildest hummingbirds I ever done see. Did I tell you about the time? And then I just got to start uh, just, uh, just chatting somebody's ear off about hummingbirds and about the birds that I met on some random island in a previous adventure. <laughs> the birds and the bees. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I will also call out that in the north... Or sorry, yeah, I said that wrong. In the west side is where people are sitting on the northeast corner. There is a table that is just covered in gifts for the countess's daughter, for Suzette. Uh, so that's what that table is being used for there. So the peacock knight will go try to find Hubert and be like, hey, were we like supposed to bring a present? Oh, real quick. Okay. It's, it's Rupert. Rupert. Say that again. Oh, Rupert. Did, yeah. if I said, did, I, did I say Hubert before? <laughs> yes, he did. Just- <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. It works. It works. <laughs> I can't. Hey. Hubert? <laughs> I love it because you said that. He's like, oh, actually, it's Rupert. That's great. Hey, hey, Hubert. We, we, hey, Hubert. We, we supposed to bring like a gift or anything for, for this, this, this lady? Uh, well, uh, actually, it's Doctor Rupert Q. Havenport. But, but you can, you can call me Ruby PK. It's all right. Um. As far as gifts go, I don't believe that it's protocol to provide a gift when you're also being paid by the individual, but I could be wrong about that. Okay, all right. I was like, this is my, this is my first like real, like party. Didn't have a keg at it, so uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure on like the protocol. Well, I mean, the protocol, if you will, is to have a good time, be congenial, and, uh, you know, not uh, cause too much of a distraction for the the events of the evening. Um, of course, if you can put a smile on a few of their faces, why, that's one of the greatest rewards that this world has ever provided to man. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Why, I recall it was some time ago, it was the Viscount of Bordeaux, I believe, was having a party, and of course he asked me and my band of, of musicians to come and play, and well, it was it was a much larger party than this, you know, him being a Viscount, of course, but, uh, you know, this is very nice. Uh, have you tried the cheese yet? I tried the cheese, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, trick, tricky thing, that cheese. You can't eat the cheese if you don't take off your helmet. He's right. My fine leathery friend is right. Well, I mean... And if you're going to try some, this camembert is, is fine stinky. I do like stinky camembert. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, 
the thing is, hey, Hubert. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So the thing is, I know, I I know you like, I know you like, hired like the Peacock Knight to do this, um, and I'm the Peacock Knight, but like, my my dad used to be the Peacock Knight, but like, now I'm. I'm the Peacock Knight now. He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and mom says he's dead. Uh, but oh, uh, good so, heavens. <laughs> anyway, I, like I don't know if I if I take off the if I take off the helmet. I don't know if every, like people might recognize me. I don't know if you know this, but I used to like I used to be a pretty big deal like wrestling. Uh, I was like a junior champion in the fantasy version of whatever high school is here in, in Rocketeer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So like, yeah, I'm. I, I kind of feel like an imposter a little bit. Rupert <laughs> is looking visibly nervous now, hearing all of this. Okay, I just for, forget what I said, man. Just I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go figure stuff out. Like talk to people and stuff. Thanks, th- thanks, Hubert. You've been awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they cast me with the understudy. Apparently, well, you know, it's fine. You're gonna do fine. Don't worry about it. Everyone has to cut their teeth on something the first time. Good luck cutting your teeth on the cheese. It sounds like that's rather challenging for you, but I'm sure you'll be just fine this evening. Okay. Oh, thanks, Doc, Doctor, you, Doctor Rupert. Yeah. All right. Be please. It's it's fine. <laughs> later. <laughs> yes, uh, later. <laughs> quick, quick, quick question on this: Were you uh, openly having this conversation? Whisper it was. I think it was more on the sly, like like, hey, help me out here, man. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, type conversation. Okay. You are a little ways away from from any crowd, so it's possible. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any what? What? Who wants to do what? You are here at this party. There's some light dancing. The dinner has not quite started yet, uh, other than the the grabbing the cheeses and the appetizers. But people haven't fully sat down for their meal. Uh, there's some mingling, some light dancing at the front, people's lounging on the couches in the back. Uh, you know that dinner will start soon, but you have a couple of minutes if anyone wants to do anything. Droog will go cut the rug for a minute. Mm, do it. Gonna Where need it. is it? Over On the here? west, yeah. Okay. Oh, also, you'll notice there are two pianos uh, music playing, um, but there is no one playing them. They're very, they're mechanical pianos in there. Okay. Go into town. Roll a performance to see how well I dance. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, please. Oh, yes. Nice. Droog got an 18. Yes. Droog is killing it. Name three <laughs> dance moves you pull off flawlessly. <laughs> well, I cannot say them in, in, uh, around these, these proper people here. <laughs> okay. But they're good ones. <laughs> the stank wanker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <awesome>. bad pillar. <laughs> the peacock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh gosh. Okay, Drew is dancing it up. I think Kayvon's gonna head over towards the west side of the room. Um, you know, kind of around the dance floor. Uh maybe over kind of by where Althea is, and just kind of uh scope out the the dais, the uh the stage where um where we have the countess and then um her daughter and the mayor where they're all sitting, and just kind of um try to kind of just nonchalantly glance around the room, see if anyone's paying them extra attention. You know, do people come up and talk to them or are they just sitting there all by themselves? Right, right, right. Uh, what's what's the vibe going on up there? So you're specifically kind of looking at the guests themselves, trying to catch, see if anyone's looking at them or anything. Exactly. I'm paying less attention to the stage and more attention to who might be looking at the stage. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. <laughs> Again, okay. 
Investigation <laughs> minus one. Here we go. Yeah. We did not build our characters for infiltration, <laughs> did we? I got a seven. I built my character okay. one very specific way. <laughs> Kayvon, you are... I mean, well, basically what it is is that everyone, because nothing's fully started yet, right? This is the mingle. It's the happy hour. Yeah. Everyone is looking up at the dais off and on. Like everyone's paying attention to it off and on because the countess has not fully greeted everyone, has not kind of announced the start to things. So you can't really tell that anyone's doing that extra differently than anyone else because that's kind of what everyone's whispering, talking, noticing. Okay. I keep an eye out for anyone who's wearing like black leather. Um, just like that tends to be kind of a sign of <laughs> you might be <laughs> maybe a little more <laughs> clearly a bad guy. Do they look like a spy? <laughs> and yeah, somebody, anybody, anybody who might like look overtly nefarious. Yeah, you've definitely seen at least three people in black leather. You can't currently pick them out through the crowd, but you know that you have seen them. Okay. All right. I'll keep my eye on also, them. Also, uh, Rita Murdoch is dressed in some pieces of tight black leather. Leather. Hell yeah, she is. <laughs> I will keep my eye on her for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. And I think Althea will kind of, as soon as she gets there, make her way into the crowd relatively confidently. I think that she has been in the town long enough to at least have a good idea of who the people who might be interested in harming uh, this mother and daughter might be. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think she would just kind of try to mingle in and, and start chatting with some of the suspicious people. Okay. Is there anyone here that you have deemed suspicious that you would like to mingle with? I mean, no one necessarily specifically, but just kind of going around and chatting to the people who I know are more politically involved than than others, I guess. Yeah, looking at the tokens here, I see there looks to be a, a dude with an eye patch, somebody with some steampunk goggles on their head. There's uh, quite a few different unique tokens around the room for us to kind of start talking to. I think I see Andy Samberg in here, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He does look like Andy Samberg. <laughs> Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that's uncanny. I think that uh, I think that um uh the Peacock Knight then would also he would uh go up to this dude with the eye patch cuz eye patches oftentimes mean villain. <laughs> and uh he'll, he'll go up to this guy and say, "Hey, good party, right?" Uh right before we do that, um I am going to jump back to Althea uh since Althea says you don't want to pick out anyone specific, just give me a perception check to kind of see what you're noticing or hearing as you're mingling. All right, 22. Woo! Hell yeah. Okay, so as you're mingling and, and around, you don't, you're not directly engaging with anyone super important, but you're kind of in the crowds of, of people by the dance floor, kind of in the things. And what you, what you, it's not that you hear any one commentary that, that tweaks and piques your interest. You, what you notice though is that everyone, when they kind of talk about the city or the mayor or the countess, you get the vibe that there have been rumblings of tensions between this city and neighboring cities. So you, that would be the biggest thing for threat is that it's, you feel like if there's anyone threatening this right now, it is probably more of a area power dispute maybe than anyone who's like personally wronged and that's the that's the vibe of the room not saying that's what you know for sure is what it is but that's do you have do i have any way of like knowing who would 
be from a different city? Is there somebody here like who's obviously a delegate? Give me a history check. Oh, heck. All right. And that one mm. for four. So you are aware. I mean, with the, even with a nat one, you know that two of the closest regions are known as Gnomeshire and Hilldocks. But you, you'd have no idea who like the, the liaison or representative of them is right now. I'm not from this area in my defense. <laughs> uh, uh, but we can jump back over now to, to the Peacock Knight. Hey, real quick, when, when the Peacock Knight um, clocks the guy with the eye patch, I think he looks over, glances over just in time to see um, Kayvon kind of nod approvingly, like, good choice of who, to, of who looks a <laughs> good choice. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, he'll just approach this guy and just kind of like walk up right, right up to him, not even like sidle next to him, be like, hey, you know, like start something. He just straight up walks up to him and like faces him and says, this party's like really great, huh? Um, give me a because this is what I'm going to explain to you. He's currently dancing, so you walking <laughs> directly up and saying this is like is like extra awkward. Uh, so could you give me a Constitution it. save? Oh, a Constitution save. That's all. Oh, I got a two, so I got a three on my oh save. My um, you say that you, you, you accomplish this act, but you do feel very embarrassed about it because <laughs> you basically approach him because you've locked onto him and you're like, he's suspicious. Uh, and then you get to him and as the words leave your mouth, you know, when like a sentence goes and you can't stop it, you can't reel that back in. You realize that like you're not dancing and you're really <laughs> stiff and he is like in the middle of something as these words go out. Uh, so I won't make you take any mental damage, but you are embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I probably should have ruled that with disadvantage if that was <laughs> if that was what the role was for because I'm already pretty fish out of water here. So I mean, we'll say you weren't at disadvantage because you were oblivious in the moment. But okay, uh, he kind of looks at you. He he, he kind of slows his dancing down a little and and looks over at you and he kind of gives you an up down of your outfit right with that helmet and everything. And he just kind of like, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty nice place here. Yeah, Susie really great right like we love we love Susie, right oh did are you are you close with Susie? i've never heard anyone refer to her as as Susie. isn't that her name uh Su- suzette oh suzette ah <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh man I just realized. So, um, in real life, Matt has a daughter named Suzette that we call Susie. So I just oh, made that oh, jump in my head. It's perfect for the Peacock Knight to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I used to know somebody named named Suzette as well who who went by Susie. So like, I just figured maybe like you know we're all her her friends here. <laughs> Um, so I was, I was assuming, um, you are sweating profusely. (laughs) (laughs) You're, 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 you're a really good dancer. Uh, he kind of looks at you like, uh, kind of gives you a second look and he's like, Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm new to this kind of event. Um, but, but have been trying to, to, in all honesty, practice a little before getting here. Uh, so, uh, thank you for, why are, would you care to dance here or would you rather chat uh i'll just start like bobbing at the knees he kind of nods his head at you and like 
work starts working a knee bob into like his move so that you don't look quite as out (laughs) of place uh but he starts doing that and he he looks over you and he's like and and can i ask your name uh it's uh the 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 peacock knight i guess oh is that is that a title oh probably yeah i think so yeah Can Rupert come in? Will he? Can I roll like a perception to have Rupert come in and help him? <laughs> yeah, please roll roll a perception to see if you notice this or if you're distracted okay. by something else. <laughs> come on, a fifteen, a fifteen. Okay, I'll say that you do notice this happening. It doesn't necessarily seem terrible to you. I'll say you don't notice this as like this is the worst conversation to ever grace this castle, but. Uh. <laughs> But it's pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) And you notice that you notice there's an awkward peacock knight kind of bobbing and trying to talk to this man. You know, I I won't intervene then. I will just kind of grimace to myself and stay to the side. Okay, excellent. Uh, So so that's your title. But but what's your name? Oh, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's Bryson. (laughs) Bryson, that's a lovely name. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, it's, uh, you know, my dad was. Bryce, so it just makes sense that I'd be Bryson. Oh yes, yes. I, I've I've seen that. I my family is is similar in certain conventions from the past. Not necessarily in names, but they certainly have a lot of rules. If you ask me. So Bryson the Peacock Knight is so awkward here because he's again failed that Constitution check. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even think to ask this man's name. <laughs> uh, I will say this man like picks up on that how awkward you are. So he's kind of like pulling this conversation out of you, and he's like, "Well, it's lovely to meet you, Bryson. My name is Leon, Leon Racketeer, uh, and it's it's been a delight. I'm glad you came up and talked to me. To be honest, I don't know many people here, and I was a little worried. I was trying to dance and be like, "Will I meet into anyone?" But you know how dance is it's not really talking but look at you talking while we're dancing i guess yeah (laughs) sweet okay well i i maybe i'll see you around later (laughs) i hear the camembert's like real stinky oh yes it 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 is maybe we could share some cool cool and then bryson will just get like (laughs) nod and then wander off somewhere else really (laughs) really uncomfortable like head down like napoleon dynamite walking Rupert visibly exhales finally <laughs> after all of that. <laughs> Drug is going to dance his way over to the woman with the hat over here by the front of the dais and say, have you ever danced with a wean like me before? Uh, she kind of looks over and down at you and, and give me a perception check. Oh, I don't know if I'm perceptive. <laughs> I am not. We'll see how this goes. A five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She kind of looks down at you and she says, oh, I I mean, I've I've maybe not directly danced, but, you know, been on a dance floor before with with one as you. So I did. I, I'm hopefully doing some good moves out there on the floor. And, oh, yeah. You're, uh, she's like, I saw I saw <laughs> you. You you pulled off that worm without ever going down or coming up with like you just threw yourself into a wave and back on the feet you were. That's true. I've got a few enhancements, if you will, and uh, they oh. make it easier to dance. Oh, what, what, I, and she kind of is looking over to see if she can, like, pick out your enhancements. <laughs> well, you'll have to get a drink in me first. No. <laughs> oh, you're so silly. I, I'm, I'm Daphne. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure, Daphne. My name is Droog oh, of Droog. the Ankle Shankers. Oh, would, <laughs> would, would Daphne know who the Ankle Shankers are? Um, 
I mean, maybe the uh, the events are probably they're not famous, and she probably hasn't ever met an ankle shanker. But if she knew of them, it would probably be because there were news reports or something along mm-hmm. the lines of um, a disaster and the rest of the clan being killed. Okay, um, because of her specific situation, I'm going to say she hasn't heard of you. Not perfect specifically, but she's oh the ankle shanker. That is a that's a right unique name thanks i like it it's mine it that's good um (laughs) well it was you know it's been nice to to see your dancing was there anything else no i'm just cutting the rug here oh lovely and she just like says that and then just kind of fades into the crowd (laughs) (laughs) all right well i'm gonna keep dancing here I think that I guess that's everyone did something, right? Is there any, any last thing? I would. I think, uh, the, I think yeah. I was gonna say I think Rupert's probably the the most suited to social interaction. <laughs> <laughs> He's like watching his his little children mingle. He's like, look at them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So that is actually how he initially starts. Is he's just kind of paying attention to the group and the troop at first to kind of make sure that they're not screwing things up too badly. <laughs> Um, and then when he sees that they uh, have survived their interactions, relatively speaking, he's actually going to turn to the dais and approach um, the countess. And uh, he's going to come up to her and say, my dear lady countess, we are indeed grateful for your hospitality and generosity this evening. Um, we are very appreciative of the chance we have to be able to serve such a maiden as yourself. I have comprised a poem that I'd like to deliver to the young Suzette, if... Oh, sir, it's... Uh, you, you have not performing. Now, this is a... This is not the voice I used before, but... Uh, this, this is not... Uh, um, I'm not going to remember it. This, is, this isn't a, a thing you're doing for me. This is a party for my friends, for the people here. You're simply a guest. It's lovely. Now, Suzette here is prepping for the start of our, our announcement. So I think your poem would probably be best saved until you uh, encounter her later on in the party. Oh, nonsense. It's not, a, it's not a bother at all. I'd be happy to share it. And he brushes right past her and goes right up to <laughs> Suzette and oh says in a loud voice, <laughs> a maiden fair with eyes so bright under Mune's Moon's pure light she stands, her kindness reaches far and wide, as gentle as the ocean sands. For her attention, gratitude flows. Suddenly, <laughs> in the middle of your poem, <laughs> gently coming to rest on your shoulder, you see a small blade out of the corner of your eye. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. And as you well, turn, you see that the Countess has rested her walking cane on your shoulder and has, <laughs> has slightly made the knife protrude from it as she looks at you and she says, Oh, my dear, I think you misunderstood. It would be best if you waited till later. <laughs> du- duly noted, my fair m- lady Countess. Um, yes, well, I, I shall, I shall take, take your leave, of course. Yes, carry on now. Uh, yes, well, have a wonderful evening. We are the best. Killing <laughs> 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 it. We're so good. When, Bri- when Bryson heard that this was a security job, he was like, oh, yeah, I could like sit in a booth and like watch monitors for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no problem. Play some yeah. Game Boy or something. Validate parking. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, 
Rupert will sheepishly start to just kind of meander through the crowd and just kind of smile and nod at strangers and stuff. Perfect. Perfect. You hear as you're kind of getting over to the tables and getting kind of through the crowd, uh, you hear three sharp raps on the ground as the countess stands and and taps her cane down. And after those three short taps, you kind of see the lights. They change from a bright, illuminating yellow to kind of a warmer orange uh, around. And you see all the curtains kind of drop down and closing the the windows and, and giving more of a closed idea to the room of like, ah, oh, we're in our privacy now. And she's going to stand up and, and she looks out over the crowd as a, everyone hushes down real quiet. And she goes... Welcome, welcome, my esteemed friends, my lovely guests. It's so delightful to have you here. As you know, this is a wonderful moment for me as a mother to present my daughter, Suzette Erkins, to you for the wonderful woman she has become over her many years. Um, she, and you see Suzette kind of look over at her and she's like, but it's delightful that this could finally happen. I know that usually it could be from a much earlier time of one's children, but they never are quite what you (laughs) expect. It's always something new. You you know how it is, but we're having this wonderful party and we're going to dish into the food now, but I wanted to give you a couple announcements for some events that will be happening that I'd love for you all to participate in. Uh, So tonight in our party after dinner, be sure to sign up for the dance contest. Yes, there will be a dance contest with a prize uh, that you can win. So I encourage everyone to sign up. You can uh, speak to one of the staff members. They'll get your name down for that. Drew, you should do that. I plan on winning it. I think I think you could. There's also going to be a food contest. Um, if you notice on the table, there are 20 cupcakes. One of them has a prize. If you approach the staff, you can try to pick the cupcake with the prize, but only one per guest. Uh, and finally, uh, if you see, and she kind of gestures to the, the northeast side, uh, you see that there's a kind of table with a or kind of an, it looks like a large table with a giant sheet over it. And uh, someone walks over and kind of pulls off this sheet. And it's actually like a human-sized birdcage looking thing. And inside of it, you see a bunch of tiny, tiny, what you assume to be birds or animals in there. And she, she turns to you and she says, Our wonderful, delightful guest tonight, Leon Racketeer, has given me the honor of presenting some of his new inventions for you. And his only ask is that if you'd like to win any of them and and befriend them, you simply have to win their attention and you can take them home. A very rare. These, these are not sold anywhere else, so you will only find them here tonight. Um, but yes, those are our three main events. Oh, oh, of course, of course. And then the formal dancing will take place. Um, and so you all should receive a dance card. There will be three dances performed. So be sure to fill up with who you're going to dance each one with. And it will be delightful. So don't forget. And now um, let's eat. And she snaps her hands and kind of all these maids and waiters and people come in and just start Uh, adjusting some things on the table and getting it all set up to serve you as you go through for your food. 
Kayvon heads straight towards the cupcakes. <laughs> what a prize by eating a cupcake? That's right up my alley. Excellent. Uh, yeah, you can. Would you like to grab food first or are you going right to the cupcake? Oh, I'm going to go right to the cupcake. All right. You get there and the maid's going to look up at you and she's going, oh, are you are you ready for a cupcake? Let's do this. All right. And she kind of gestures her hand to them. And there's just like everyone is different and just ornately decorated. There's twists and spirals and flowers and, and molded animals and icing and chocolate and just everything. And, and she says, well, I, I'd love for you to select one. I want to pick the most drab cupcake. And when I grab it, I'm going to say, that's the cupcake of a carpenter. Would you roll a d20 for me? Uh, I will roll a d20. I'm so sorry. That's so bad. <laughs> I rolled a nine. Excellent. Uh, you grab your cupcake and it is, you, you, you've gone for this carpenter-esque, uh, but, but perhaps you've gone a little too literal, which is that it's, it's a tree <laughs> cupcake, right? It's kind of like a stump. There's some woodland animal decorations on it, some small little candy eggs. Okay. Uh, am I supposed to like eat this now and then there's a prize inside? Is that how it works? She says, well, you're welcome to eat it. And if it's a winner, you'll know. I'm going to eat it. All right, you bite into it, and it is the most delicious hazelnut chocolate, but there doesn't seem to be a prize. Well, the hazelnut chocolate's prize enough for me. Yeah! As I wander off slightly <laughs> dejected. <laughs> but you ate a Nutella cupcake. That's awesome. I want cupcakes now so bad. <laughs> so Bryson will try to find, like, we're all sitting, we're all moving to the tables to eat, correct? Yeah. Okay, Bryson will, like, follow uh, Racketeer. Okay. And, and I try to sit with him. Okay. He kind of finds a table off to the to the back corner, and that's definitely where he ends up. Oh, yeah, I'll go sit with him. Okay. I think Rupert's going to head to the south end. Althea will also go, you know, grab some food and head to a table. Maybe this one here that has this golden man. He looks pretty interesting. Okay. Yes. There's definitely a group of people that have been mingling around him in this table. Uh, as you see this man who's, you know, average height uh, with a tall top hat, a peacock feather out of it, uh, a pheasant feather that looks like, and just this very ornate uh, mechanical suit with a revolver. Oh, I know somebody who likes uh, peacocks. Oh, <laughs> he kind of turns over to you and he's like, I, I don't believe we've met. Oh, apologies. Uh, my name's Althea. I thought maybe you, you would uh, cosplay the. Peacock Knight. I've heard he's quite the hero in these parts. Oh, the Peacock. Well, maybe, maybe he was at one time, but I certainly haven't heard that name in many years. Oh, oh, I was under the impression he was kind of a big deal around here. I mean, he certainly has his history, but I mean, who's to say that others wouldn't have just as much of a history? I guess I, I can't argue that. What's, uh, what's your history, since you seem so uh, interesting? Oh, you! Oh, you're not you're not familiar with me. I no, I don't believe we've met. Oh well, I am I am Zachariah Cobbleshot, uh, at your service. It's a pleasure to meet you, Zachariah. Are you usually uh, so extravagantly dressed, or is it for this special occasion? Oh, this was just something I found in the back of my closet. It's just that these classic balls, they happen every weekend, you know, and I just thought I'd come in this this time. It's been a while. Althea is kind of irked by that, like, because mm -hmm. she doesn't have access to, like, super nice clothes right now. And, and that, that really f 
dug at her. Give me a give me a history check. It's 22. 22. Yes. Uh, it, it didn't hit you instantly. But as he's kind of saying this, it, you realize the cobble shots are kind of the probably the biggest tech inventors of the city. Uh, and you realize he's definitely part of that kind of rich elite family. Ah, it's all coming together now. As you're as you're kind of having this conversation, the the other man beside you pipes up and is like, well, if anything, it makes you look like a golden egg. And he kind of laughs to himself. (laughs) The fanciest golden egg I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, for sure. With I mean, an egg with muscles. Who wouldn't love that? I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> you're you're not you're not here. <laughs> Bryson's off by himself. Just, <laughs> I know. He just ran. I don't think I'd like that. If you look when you were talking about the peacock night, if you looked over toward Bryson, he was like looking around trying to figure out if he should take off his helmet or not. He's like <laughs> sitting there with food in front of him, just like looking, looking to the left, looking right, looking all around the room, and just kind of sitting there, not knowing what to do. Delightful. I think Kayvon is going. He was Kayvon was going to wander over to the table that had um. Uh, the guy who looks like Andy Samberg and then looks like there was another like a woman there sitting with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it looks like right before he got over to the table, uh, the woman with the top hat who um, who uh, Droog had talked to. Um, I can't remember her name. Daphne. Daphne. I should know that name. Um, Daphne uh, takes the seat before he does. And he's kind of uh, stands up just kind of. Uh, there is another seat there. Um, sure. Kayvon will go and have his seat. <laughs> okay. M- mind if I have this seat? Is it taken? Uh, the woman kind of looks over at you and is like, oh, no, no, you can take it. It's just it's just me and my children. She points over to a, a roughly 12 year old boy over there and then a, a young girl. <laughs> oh, so these are Daphne's <laughs> kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, instantly boy. when you're talking about Andy Samberg being being a child and not an adult, I think of the uh, the I'm an adult that um remember that from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. I throw it on the ground. Yeah. Anyway, I Such love it. I love one. you were approaching a mom and her two kids. It reminds me of the last time we had a party in the previous campaign when I was like, I'll just talk to this person, <laughs> and it ended up being the jester. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh that was so funny and then you guys had like a short fling right um okay so uh Kayvon is is sitting here at this table with this with this little family um instantly sees kids here looking around the room are there any other kids here are these the only kind of uh youth at this party from what you can tell they they seem to be the only youth here okay are they all well dressed are they you know um like do they seem like they fit in like as one of these wealthy families or um right uh no they do they do they seem very okay. finely dressed uh very fitting here <laughs> so I'll, sit, I'll sit down and i'll be like so what's your guys's deal where's your where's the where's your father do you need a new one <laughs> <laughs> the boy kind of looks up at you and he's like well you're a right wanker <laughs> i don't know what that means but probably right and he just kind of snickers. Uh, and the little girl looks over at you and she's like, oh, don't listen to him. He's such a bother. And the, the woman is like, oh, ch- children, settle down. She's like, hello, we're the Claire's, Daphne Claire's. My, my late husband, Robert Claire, was a merchant here. We've been, uh, we've been at so many of these balls over the years. We're just, the Countess is just such a friend of ours. And we just love to come. And the kids love her. She's like a grandmother to them. Oh, well, then they must be really excited that uh, Suzette's back in town then, right? Oh, they are. They just love Suzette. She she used to babysit them when they were just children, and oh, they'd love her. Uh, looking over at Suzette as we're talking, she's been like adventuring, correct? Like that's kind of correct. her past. Does she look like um, somebody who can hold their own, or is it kind of like is it kind of like a um, 
like a, a rich person going on safari type of thing, right? Like they come back with a with a trophy, but you know, it's like the you know you know what I'm t- talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shot a drugged up lion. Yeah, yeah, for sure, basically. for sure. No, you look over at her, and and at first glance, you she is just so finely dressed, right? She is in this kind of blended unisex uh, suit uh, with top hat and clockwork. She's got this gorgeous kind of. It's a it's like a necklace into a corset uh, designed like metal key around her throat into this this metal corset and then a, a fake you assume fake bird on top of her hat. And she just seems like part of the elite, obviously. But you realize now in like thinking about this and really looking that you do notice that like compared to other people, her. Her skin is a little more worn, and you see that her neck and her face are are thin, right? There, there's muscle tone there. It's not been, it's not as soft as others might be in this lifestyle. And you see that even the suit has a little bit of bulges where her her biceps would be, and you you kind of get this impression of like, oh, this is someone who is used to doing hard things, but has cleaned up very well. Okay. So then I'll, I'll ask Daphne and uh, and her kids. So has is that always been like this? Always kind of headstrong, off uh, off on adventures. Oh right, since she was a wee lass, she's she's been doing this. She's in her little her little adventures. Oh, me and her mother just laugh. They're just she's just uh, she's been just a free spirit. They might say is just wild and free and just living her life. She's such a joy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, what about what about you, sir? You, I've certainly never seen you at one of these parties before. I don't frequent these kinds of uh, events very often. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I kind of more like uh, more like uh, Suzette over there. I tend to wander and you know uh, try to find uh, find my way out in the world. That's delightful. Have you, do you know Suzette? Is that how you've come here? Uh, no, actually, I just I just got into town and you know we got the invite and here I am. Oh, but that's, you must be very special. I'd love to hear more about you. And she kind of just starts asking you kind of general questions about your life and your family. Yeah, I'll say, well, well, back when I was a pirate, and then I'll trail off into a story. Okay. (laughs) Is there anything specific that you would like, the information you want from her during this conversation or? Um... I kind of want to know, um, so it sounds to me like she and the Countess um, have been kind of um, amused by uh, Suzette's exploits. Uh, I want to know kind of if she's actually, if she if she's picked up on that the Countess is, um, is angry or if she's had like any kind of, um, if she's been manipulating Suzette in any way. Does that make sense? Like if she's been controlling mm. Suzette, she's kind of trying to gather information that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a quick insight check. Insight is <laughs> plus zero. That will be a two. <laughs> we did it. I think I just get really wrapped up in talking about my time as a pirate. <laughs> um, what I will say here is that she doesn't give you much information. You're not sure if that's because she's withholding or you also get a sense that maybe she's boasting her relationship a little more than it is with the Countess. Gotcha. Okay. So you, either way, you end up with nothing useful from Daphne. Okay. All right. I'm going to go see what else they got. Any more cupcakes? <laughs> I'll get up and leave the table. <laughs> Anyone else having a conversation? Participating in an event? 
signing up for a dance contest. Bryson will event will finally decide. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take the helmet off and try to actually eat some food. So he takes the helmet off, and what you see underneath is like this pale, like like pale skin, blue eyed, blonde hair, kind of shaggy, like youth, probably 18, 19 years old. And they'll take that helmet off and gently kind of just like rest it in his lap at the table. And uh, he'll turn to uh, uh, to Racketeer and say, so uh, you like you make inventions and stuff like are these are these little hummingbirds yours? Uh, he looks around. He's like, oh, yes, these these were an early prototype, just a, a simple kind of party trick, if anything, uh, here. But my 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 real work, and he kind of gestures over to the the cage that you saw earlier. He says, I've I've been diving deeply into to true. Uh, I don't even have a term for it yet, but I've I've been building a a more delicate construct, something that can still function as machine, but but mimic so much of of nature that you would believe it's not made of metal ah yeah i my mom she kind of does some of the same stuff do you know my mom (laughs) you know joe joanne you know from from the joanne's fabrics (laughs) (laughs) joanne's textiles (laughs) yeah (laughs) renowned textile merchant no she's got a shop it's it's joe's copper and cogs i think it's actually just joanne now but yeah, you know, jo- Joanne's copper and cogs, right? Like it, mm. she does little, she does little like animals and stuff. She actually made my my helmet here. Yeah. Oh well, it it is a very fine helmet. I can I can I can tell it is fine workmanship. It's not the, I mean, it's certainly not like the latest fashion trend, but it is it is well made. She says it's like the best damn thing she ever made, which sometimes sometimes makes me and my little brothers feel sad. <laughs> Oh, oh no! You have to, you have to understand. When us inventors talk, we simply don't think of family. Right, well, it's about the creation. She's simply discussing art. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is and this is a, it's a pretty cool helmet. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. But. Oh yes, it's it, it's it, it sure offers you great protection. Maybe, um, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, um, so. I, so you got a th- t- uh, like a cage over there. I'm gonna go check that out after I have some of this soup. <laughs> oh, delightful! You'll be, you can be the you can be the first guest. I'll wait for you there. All right, yeah, I'd love to. Awesome, delightful, cool, uh, cool. So funny. He kind of smiles at you as he walks away. I think he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 say solemnly to yourself alone at a table. Oh gosh, that's so funny. Uh, one, one thing that Kayvon wants to do real quick, too, is he wants to sign up for the dance contest. That, that's, that's, that's one other thing I want to do. Okay, cool. Oh, perfect. You're in. Droog will also have signed up for the dance contest. Excellent, excellent. Names down. Woo, go Droog. I think Althea will actually make her way over to that um, cupcake stand and uh, try her hand at a cupcake. Oh, excellent. Yes, toss, toss out a d20 and feel free to describe what you're grabbing or just go at random. All right. Ooh. 
Oh, a 19. Uh, she looks at you and she grabs a, a beautifully decorated gold cupcake that has kind of these golden roses on it. Um, and it, the vines of thorns kind of twist into a spiral in the middle and she hands it over to you and she says, oh, that is a great choice. A very special cupcake. Um, I've heard it's uh, flavored with the finest rose water, which you can't even get in these parts. Well, gold is my color and uh, she will eat it up. Okay, uh, as, as you say that, she's like, oh, have you met Zachariah? You know, I have. He seems like a fine gentleman. Very golden, isn't he? And she kind of smiles over at him. Is it like a, a flirtatious smile? You get the sense that she's like looking at him longingly, like he's definitely a desirable bachelor. But she's the help, right? Yes, she is the maid. Okay. Do you, uh, have you, have you met him before? Do you know of him or know him well? Oh, he's come to many a ball here at the at the Countess's castle, and I, I've known him. I've, I've been here for a good six years, and yes, I've, I've I mean know him. <laughs> I could, I could, uh, but but I I'm, I mean I'm sure you know him better than almost anyone, uh, as someone who's around all the time and can see so much. Oh no no no! I mean I've I've heard the things he says to himself when he thinks no one's around, and the, the, the but I don't I don't know him, but I I know about him, and I've I know his tendencies. Well. That's that's quite something. <laughs> yes, did you did? Are you cute? Are you are you are you wanting to court him? You know, I was considering it. He is quite handsome. Do you uh, do you think that's wise? Oh, I I mean, if, if the word on the street is that he is just you know, boys will be boys bachelor, and just hasn't settled down yet, a heartbreaker over there. But but we know someone's gonna catch him soon because he's he's bound to fall in love with someone. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it it sounds like he has quite quite the uh, wealth to pass along too when he does get to. Oh, oh yes, the oh, the cobble shots are, are they could be the richest people in the city. Are the countesses the richest people in the city? Oh no, no, no. The countess is the richest people outside the city, which much overshadows the cobble shots. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Imagine living in a city. <laughs> I'm uh, bummed that this uh, cupcake wasn't uh magic, but I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for giving it a shot. And she'll just kind of meander back over to the tables. Droog is in conversation with the woman over here. As we're, you know, panning over to him, he says, I think the last didn't want to dance with me because I was holding these two handfuls of stinky cheese. That must have been it. Oh, I mean, that is probably it. You're right. I think I think she did probably find you smelly. I that's gotta be it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You know, cheese is dangerous like that. I I stay away from it myself, lactose intolerant, you know, and I can't have can't have something coming in during a competition, but you know how it goes. <laughs> Droog's pockets are full of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Just so full of all the cheese. Like the soft cheese and everything. There's just like a waft coming from you. <laughs> he says, sorry for talking so much to you. Uh, what was your name, Lass? Oh, it's it's Meg. Meg Lockstart. Lockstart. Pleasure. My name is Droog of the Ankle Shankers. Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh gosh. Hi. <laughs> it was a sad thing that happened. That's been years now. Oh yeah. Oh, I rem- uh, 
It was all the talk just when I was starting my career. Oh, it was just, it was a big thing. It actually delayed some of the races. It was, it was quite wild. That's true. That's in the past now. I'm the last one. Dude, I, I commend you for your bravery in surviving. <laughs> I didn't rightly survive, but uh, I was put back together by an old friend. Oh, do you, well, you're looking great now, and I mean, tech all the rage, it's all the rage, and she kind of lifts her skirts a little <laughs> and shows she has a couple kind of additions to her, her feet. I can appreciate that. That's why I was cutting the rug so well out there. Mm, yes, oh, I love it. Doesn't it just feel amazing? You're just, you're just better than you could ever be. You literally <laughs> have true. blades on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I've got you, lass. I've got a question for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you can. Hold on. And she pulls out a headshot of herself and starts to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. But um, should I should I take a signature from you? Oh, well, I mean, it's probably fetch some coin. Should I? Can I make a history check and see if I know who she is? And while he's doing that, can you zoom in on that token? Because that's like the one token I actually want to see. Maybe, maybe we won't just for you, Paul. Okay. <laughs> Drug got a sixteen for his history check. Okay, um, you know her as Meg Lockhart. Um, she is also known as the Red Spike, one of the top elite in the race car racetrack competitions with her renown car the ruby rail car i've heard of you last the ruby rail car is it i'll tell you somebody she can ruby rail (laughs) 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 all i'm saying is that's a good mid-journey photo if that's what that is (laughs) (laughs) the question i got for you lassie is uh suzette up there what, what brings her back into town? I never thought she'd get finish this adventuring. Got any insight that uh, a wee goblin like me might not know? Oh, I would guess her, her mother's just simply convinced her to come back. We grew up together. She's a lovely lass, but very, very headstrong, right? And, and loves to adventure, but she's always kind of had her mother supporting her in that. And I, I, I've, I feel like a little birdie may have whispered to me that mother's probably cut off a little bit of the coin in, in order to get her back here and participating. Aye, that makes sense. Well, about this cheese, have you tried the camembert? It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, lo- lactose intolerant. You know. <laughs> oh, that's right. But I, I know you're going to have enough for me, and I love that for you. <laughs> sure, it's fantastic. She's like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a persuasion check just to see, like, to not that I'm flirting with her, but just like to make a good impression on her? Oh, give me a give me a straight uh, charisma roll. I got an eleven. Okay, you have. She does not think poorly of you. Cool, cool. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best you can get. <laughs> I mean, commonly, like pockets full of cheese would not go over well in this crowd. But you get a sense that as much as she is part of the elite, she is maybe just like a little calmer than others. Cool. Drew will just keep eating his food and talking about the cheese. Yeah, and she'll, she'll kind of be like, she's like, but one thing I can partake of, and she'll like suddenly have two shots of whis- whiskey in front of you, uh, and she'll be like, join me? I would love to have some of that. Excellent. And you both take a shot. <laughs> cool. Um, and then I think old Rupee. Yes, indeed. 
So Rupert is uh, making his way up to a, a table where there's a couple individuals that I don't believe we've had a chance to interact with yet. There's a guy that looks like he's carrying a rifle across his back in his token. <laughs> Guessing that's not the case in this actual... Uh... No, but he is... The pistol is within his robes, uh, but the rifle is not with him at the at the table. <gasps> he reminds me of Billy from Xenogears. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> he totally does. Nice. I mean, I know well, who yeah. he is. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I know what you guys are talking about. I, I know, I'm cool. <laughs> we definitely, we definitely know what that is. Yeah, it's... I feel like he looks like Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a banjo across his back. He's holding a banjo. It's a banjo. Yeah, guys. I mean, I mean, a little less sexy, but... Is that a banjo in your pocket, or are you just happy to see? <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. Is that a banjo in, in your pocket? Those are huge pockets. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was going to say. Or very small banjos. <laughs> Don't worry. No one cares about the size of your banjo. Um, anyway, Rupert walks up to these guys, and... Uh, taking his hat off and doing a bit of a bow. He's like, good evening, gentle sirs. Uh, it is a pleasure to meet you. I'm Dr. Rupert Q. Havenport at your service. Mm, uh, the the man to your left uh, kind of looks over and is like, oh, it's, it's good to meet you, sir. I'm Elliot Austin. He shakes, he reaches out his hand to shake to you. Ah, Elliot Austin, sir. It is a pleasure to meet you. From which part do you hail? Oh, from here, from the city. I, I, I see to the countess's affairs. One might say. Oh, understood. Yes. Well, she has uh, asked that I help attend this evening. You know, can't can't hurt to have an old an old performer and famous musician to attend these gatherings, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure the the queen loves her. She loves having friends like you. Oh, I get that impression from her all the time. Yes, indeed. Uh, very good. Well, what sort of business do you uh, do you do for the Countess? Oh, you know, I I I'm kind of her liaison with the other the other families of the city. Right? She's out here. She she travels in only for major affairs. So I help her with her land acquisition, with her donations, with her funding, with her her purchases, all all of that. Ah, oh, indeed, a very important individual. And he winks and kind of, like, nudges him with his elbow. He's like, well, good sir. Next time you're in the city, I shall have to treat you to a drink. Oh, that, that would be lovely, sir. I hope you know a good place. Oh, I know several. Very well, in fact. Well, that would be a lovely thing to do. Uh, perhaps, uh, do you know any other people here at the, uh, at the gathering? Any, any good peoples that I might be inclined to, uh, introduce myself to? He's gonna kind of awkwardly, like, glance over at the guy right beside you, uh, and be like, Oh, well, have you, have you met Sir Duncan? I have not, Sir Duncan. It's a pleasure. And Rupert's gonna, like, vigorously grab his hand and start shaking it. Um... As he goes to to stick his hand out, and you, he is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you kind of look up into his eyes as you start vigorously shaking, and you just kind of slowly stop shaking his hand. Uh, and he looks at you, and he's like, "Oh, the pleasure is all mine." 
So, Sir Duncan, is it? Are you, uh, you have been knighted then? Oh, no, we don't have these childish things such as knives where I've come from. We are, we are beyond that. We don't have war. Well, indeed. So where do you hail from? I'm, I hail from Gnomeshire. I am, I am here as a, as a delegate to the, the Countess. Ah, uh, Gnomeshire. You know, I have not been through Gnomeshire in, oh my goodness, must be 20 years now. If I do recall, they had a spiced wine. When served hot, it was quite refreshing. Is that still the case? Mm, it is. It is a It is a custom in the cold months for us to drink the mulberry wine. Ah, delicious stuff, you know. Austin, you'll have to try that if you find yourself out there in Gnomeshire. <laughs> uh, Austin kind of looks over and he says, Oh, I've, I've, I've had it. My Sir Duncan was nice enough to have brought some from his, from his city for us as a gift. Well, what a lovely gift. And how fair things in Gnomeshire these days. It's been so long since I've been there. Oh, they're the same. Just peaceful, well-ruled. Calm. Yes, indeed. Calm, indeed. <laughs> just, just as, just as they've been for the last two hundred years. So, if you're wondering what what Rupert is like experiencing right now, imagine some guy, like an old guy in a top hat, having this conversation with Tim Curry's character from Legend. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking too. The he looks like this big curly horned demon. Oh yeah, I guess we I haven't been like verbally explaining people's looks, but uh, Sir Duncan is basically a gigantic, uh, what looks like a crocodile suit almost, um, half tiefling, half man. So he's got gigantic horns and a, a red skin. You know, when I passed through Gnomeshire, I learned a, a special little couplet of rhyme, and it, it went a little something like this. In the heart of the dell, with a bosom quite swell, a gnome woman of... We do not do poetry. <laughs> ah, ah, well, <laughs> I suppose I'll just have to uh, save that for another time then. <laughs> yes, please, I want to hear the rest. <laughs> I want to hear about the bosom of swell. I want to hear that, that swell bosom. <laughs> I want every poem interrupted from now on. <laughs> Perhaps some child would enjoy your rhymes. Um, yes, from... Like these children here, we would love to hear the rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, princes and princesses alike have enjoyed the poetry which I provide. So, yes. So funny. Uh, you hear as you're kind of in this moment, you hear some sharp knocks uh, as the countess announces. And it is now time for the dance contest to begin. Yes. <laughs> so, Duncan, would you like to uh, dance with me? <laughs> He kind of he looks at you and he looks down at his very empty dance card and he looks back up at you and he goes, "Sure, splendid, haha." <laughs> and he he kind of holds his dance card over for you to write your name in the first spot. He totally does. Rupert totally does. And while he's doing it, he's like, "You know, when I was a younger lad, it was not strange for two good friends and fellows to dance with each other at the uh, at some of the harvest balls and festivals that would occur. Totally normal and well accepted." Why would it be strange? 
and you know, of course, the the type of culture and custom from where you are. Sometimes those things were frowned upon in other parts, but where I come from, we're very progressive. <laughs> you certainly are. We have had no issues of sexuality for 200 years. Everyone is happy being themselves. Good to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you grew up in a primitive culture. <laughs> <laughs> like, primitive, but at least poetic, right? Well, let's go dance. I kind of uh, like him, yes. but I kind of hate him. Primit- primitive yeah. and <laughs> immature. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Bryson is over there trying to wipe the soup off of his suit that he has spilled on himself. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, okay, we'll do the dance contest first, and then we'll go back to Bryson. So who has... Was this a couple's dance contest, or were we supposed to partner off? No, no, no. You are simply signing up with just your name, and then you will be... Okay. Well, you, basically, a, a staff member comes over and says, we will begin. Um, it is a tournament. Yes. Uh, we will have one-on-one dance competition, and we will see who is better. <laughs> oh, man, it's a breakdancing contest. <laughs> I got a quick question. Can I use any of my superiority dice for this? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. Because I've, you got, are, I've got like... You are, you are open to any, like, any skill, anything. The only thing I would say is you have not been told that, like, magic is not allowed, because it is, but like you would, you would have an understanding that in this situation, magic would be acceptable for flair, but maybe not to like win, okay. if that makes sense. Okay. Well, it's because one of the things I can do uh, as a as a battle master uh, fighter is I've got frantic footwork. Um, so usually, it, like, helps me like move through crowds and stuff. But I imagine I could probably use it on the dance floor. Oh yeah, quick just, feet. Just, just wondering. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. I imagine that translates into river dance. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> or it's just the entire Footloose routine. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's dance! <laughs> yeah, uh, wonderful. Kayvon comes running in. Kayvon Bacon comes running in. <laughs> Let's dance! And then, <laughs> then Sparkles come flying from somewhere. Kayvon Bacon! <laughs> you whisper something to the staff and suddenly there's a chair and a bucket of water set up. Oh, gosh, there we go. Cool. Uh, delightful. Remind me again who signed up for the dance contest. Kayvon. Droog signed up. Okay, Kayvon, Droog. Not Bryson, man. You saw him dance earlier. <laughs> not Bryson. Did, did Rupert or Althea? No, not for the contest. I think Althea's going to pass, yeah, on the contest. Actually, if, if I could use athletics for dance, then I might try it, but... You are allowed to use athletics, acrobatics, or straight dexterity. Oh, okay. Athletics. Bryson's going to go... You- Bryson's Bryson's gonna do the dance. Performance? Yes, performance would also be okay. allowed. Okay, okay. okay. No, okay, no, Bryson's not, I already I've already established Bryson's not a good dancer, so he's 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 not okay. Um so he's gonna kind of go through here looking at things and he's gonna be like, our first competition will be between Droog and Luke Bonaire Christie. Um before Droog gets up there, Rupert is gonna pat him on the shoulder and say May your steps sink with rhythms enchanting swell. In dance, find your grace, let your spirit excel. And he's going to give him a, some bardic inspiration. Awesome. Mm. Holy crap, are you writing those yourself? Uh, courtesy of chat GPT. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I love it. I Do you remember that it. time I had chat GPT write a, so- write a poem about how much I loved my wife's butt? <laughs> <laughs> 
So Droog will get up, pockets full of cheese, and <laughs> get onto the front of the dance floor. Okay, the crowd kind of moves away, so the middle is open, and and Luc Bonner Christi approaches you. Uh, and how this will function is, this competition is, we'll do it pretty fast, but basically it's a back and forth of skill checks, quickly done, and every, it starts at one as the as the dc and every turn it goes up a number um okay and so what that uh what that also means though is if anyone rolls higher than that that's the new base dc if that makes sense got it but like starting out it's not hard but like if they jump up to an 18 then you would have to beat the 18 got it um droog take it away what do you do Woo, go droog so droog starts off with like a highland dance and uh he'd like um, pulls out a piece of cheese and he's like munching on it while he's dancing. Delightful. It's an 11. All and right. It's an 11. Uh, Luke Bonner Christie, uh, he jumps out there and he basically just starts to vogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he, judging by his token, he looks like he vogues. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't think I should have been. Um, this is Luke Bonner Christie. Uh, oh, yeah. And he, he rolls a 14. Awesome. Droog comes back with the electric slide. <laughs> oh no! What's the what's the fourteen? The bark It's a D six. Okay. Oh man! Come on, big money! No! Oh, no! I only got a, I only got a twelve. Oh, out. Some of the cheese like falls out of his pocket. The crowd does not love it. I uh. it's the cheese again, and he picks it up and he goes back to his seat. Yeah, but everyone claps you off. It's all in good fun. Uh, Luke Bonner Christie goes on. Uh, next, we will have Kay Vaughn and Lily Hubbertinsky. That's what I decided. Lily Hubbertinsky? yes. And you see this kind of uh, person come over that's they're very... It looks like they're wearing expensive items, but they're not dressed fashionably. Uh, you get the sense that they're somehow a worker that's rich. Okay. Uh, but Kayvon, you will start it off. All right, I'm going to do athletics. <laughs> Working class getting rich, come on. I'm going to start with athletics. I got a, oh my goodness, a 23. <laughs> I, okay, so have you ever oh, seen, nice. remember, um, have you ever, remember the video for you know, like Genghis Khan, Moscow? And then like Genghis Khan would come out and he's like spinning and then he's doing that. Like that's Kayvon's dance right there. Moscow, uh, and you, Moscow. And you start out right <laughs> off the bat and she knows she can't even compete with that. <laughs> and so she literally just bows and starts clapping for you. She can, she cannot. Well, okay. She could get an at 20. So let me just see if there's, she would try. No. Oh, she even got an 18. Um, no, uh, does not. Does she bows and and claps you off as the winner of that round? I I I bow to her, <laughs> kiss her hand if she'll let me. Uh, she will not. Okay, uh, I go to kiss her hand. She does not like. <laughs> okay, then <laughs> we suck at this. <laughs> she just kind of squints at you and keeps clapping, and then like walks over to the side. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Perfect. We'll do a quick one. The only other people competing are Meg Lockstart. And where are they? Oh, and Jillian Clare has entered. Oh, the daughter. 
you you see basically it comes out and Jillian starts uh, and she goes just kind of like what you'd expect from from a kid. She does some kind of twirls. It's very cute. Everyone claps because they love how cute she is. Um, and Meg Lockstar just starts dancing the most provocative sexual. <laughs> she's just like running her hands over her body while she sways. Uh response to this to this girl <laughs> that's so awkward <laughs> so uncomfortable uh jillian just looks so reddit embarrassed and just starts crying and runs off the dance floor <laughs> oh man uh meg lockstart continues on Kayvon makes eye contact with meg and gives her like the whole eyes to her eyes like i'm watching you type of thing like you're my competition uh, and you hear them announce, next will be Kayvon, Meg, and Luke Bonner as a three-person matchup. Okay. Meg will start. A threesome? Oof. Is that normal in this area? Honestly, judging by their tokens, I would be, I'd be all down. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> so, real quick, on my token, I had to give him a tattoo, but that on his chest is supposed to be chest hair sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Uh, Meg starts and uh, she starts with just kind of unexpectedly to the crowd she does like a little bit of like the chicken dance and everyone laughs and loves it and and, uh, she rolls it she gets a five okay should I go next and then yes sorry you go yes yes. okay all right so I will then um, I'll switch over from like the the Genghis Khan dance and I'll start instead um, I'll kind of like tip my head down put my hand up on my forehead and I'll start doing some hip thrusts Mm-hmm. Maybe some moonwalking, some flipping my leg to the side, and I'll roll a 19 for my Whoa. dancing. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to stick with early days of YouTube and you were going to instead be doing the uh, Numa Numa dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say two knock, two knock. Oh, that's a good one oh. for next time. <laughs> and they look at you uh, impressively and, and Luke Bonner will go next. Uh, he rolls... Not as well. Uh, he comes out though, and he tries his best. He 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 kind of does this very rhythmic body movement of trying to kind of match a rhythm in the song, and it's fine. But no one's really amazed by it, and he he steps back uh, ashamed. And Meg, she walks right up to you, and she just starts basically giving you a lap dance. She's just trying to be as in your face, just dancing, feeling, just going all over. Dude, I Uh, think she won. (laughs) And she uh, did not beat you um, in that. Uh, (laughs) So you're going to be crowned the winner unless you want to change that. Nope. As she starts grinding towards me, I just like I flip around and then I moonwalk away. <laughs> and then I do that. And then I do that. The I do the lean. I do the lean for the lean forward, like towards her. Smooth criminal. Yeah, the smooth criminal lean. And then I back up again. Then I moonwalk away. And then I yes. And then I and then at, at the end of the song, I put one hand up in the air, turn my head, and I go ah. <laughs> I scream. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Standing ovation, honestly. Oh my goodness. All right. Uh, Well, just so you know, she did roll an 18, so she did not do poorly. Um, But you are crowned the winner. Uh, You have to imagine you have to moonwalk awkwardly (laughs) covering your crotch. (laughs) Uh, The staff award raises your arms. Everyone shares. (laughs) 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 
you see the countess is politely clapping for you, the winner, everyone else is clapping, and you're presented with a beautifully wrapped small box. Oh. And that is what you win. I I say thank you very much, and I'll move off to the side. And as soon as kind of the eyes are off me, I'm gonna go ahead and open that box right away. All right. Give me a dex no, I'm just kidding. Uh you open <laughs> the box, and inside is a very decorative coin. Oh, I like that. Um, it, you don't recognize it necessarily, but it's very, very intricately made. Does it remind him of the co- the doubloons he got when he was a pirate? <laughs> no, it seems more somehow older and but yet more techy. Okay. Is there an arcade around here we could use that on? <laughs> Guess you'll have to find out. <laughs> I was gonna say it, it makes sense that I would that I would win. I mean, I back in my days as a pirate, there were we had plenty of sea shanties. Every night we were dancing to sea shanties, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone knows of the pirate hoedowns. <laughs> yes, exactly. And having a balance on that deck really helps out. When I see this cave on, I'm reminded of a certain The Adventures of Bin Sad, I believe was what they were called. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a famous work. I believe we performed it a few times, in fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see a... Uh, where are you? Yeah. Sir Duncan's just kind of like, mmm, interesting. So what do you do for fun, Duncan? <laughs> huh? You guys, uh... Peace. He just, you just, just says peace. You see... <laughs> you, you see... Well, give me a perception check. <laughs> sure. Uh, 13. Or 13. You see just the hint of a crack of a smile on his face uh, as you say that, and he kind of looks at you very straight on, and he says, mmm. When I am feeling like I really need to let go, I will sometimes eat extra vegetables. (laughs) You wild, wild man. (laughs) And he kind of gives you a smirk and you kind of get the idea that he is leading you on with this. I thought you were going to say saxophones. (laughs) And he's like, "Mm, never heard of them. (laughs) Oh, yes. They're far too, far too primitive, I imagine. Uh, uh, no, we're just not really into jazz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll jump to Leon quickly, going over to the cage of creatures. And as you approach, uh, you notice that all the little things you thought were little animals are little metal constructs. And inside you see a tiny raccoon, a tiny Ooh. hummingbird, uh. a tiny frog. A tiny snake, a tiny praying mantis, and a tiny sloth. Oh my god! And they're all kind of doing their own little metal things, you know, hanging on little metal branches. The hummingbird is resting on little metal flowers. The sloth is upside down off a metal branch. And just kind of, just like you'd see animals, only they're like, you know, a 50th of the normal size. And just tiny, doing things. And Leon looks over at you and he's like, ah, you've made it. Delightful. Um, Yeah, basically these are just very helpful um, little constructs I've made, but they do have the personalities of animals and um, they are very selective. So if you'd like to try to befriend one, um, you can. And if you're successful, you can you can keep it and take it home. Okay, so uh, Bryson will say, "Okay, yeah. uh, Can I like talk to them or anything like that? Like, what's the rules here? 
What's the rules? You you're allowed to to do anything uh, to try to win them over to, with within reason, of course. Uh, and the behind the curtain thing here is, I'm you're welcome to try something to try and befriend one of them, and depending on its success, that will give you advantage or disadvantage or nothing on a animal handling roll. Okay, so Bryson inside he's had, he has his helmet back on inside his helmet. He'll say, "Hey, Tinsel, well, what do you think? Should we go for like the hummingbird?" And uh, then he will, (laughs) (laughs) he will, so he will, he will use his spell. His spell is called, I think it's trying to tell me something, (laughs) which is, which is speak with animals. Um, And he's going to go over to the, uh, the hummingbird and be like, Hey there, little hummingbird guy. I like, I like mechanical birds. Um, kind of, I have one. Uh, you want to, you want to like, want to join, join us? Uh, this hummingbird, like you, you realize that as you start talking and it can like hear and understand you, it gets like so excited. Like it was, it was obviously a hummingbird. Its wings were going very fast before, but now it is like absolutely vibrating and it like dives up to your face and like looks you right in the eye and then like goes all around your helmet and all around your head and like looking all around and it, it, you almost see it like give you a side eye about your helmet as if it knows something that you don't. Oh yeah! Don't worry about this. This 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 thing is uh, this is tinsel. Uh, you'll you'll meet him later. And you just hear like it's kind of like the sound of do you know like a squeaky screw? Like when you're turn, you're like turning it and it's just like a squeak. Oh, yeah. So in that basic sound, you hear like a little like tinsel. <gasps> hey tinsel, you hear that? I think I think this hummingbird likes you. What's your name, little guy? I'm Sprocket. Sprocket. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, you want to come with me? Make your animal handling check with advantage. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. That's a 19. Uh, you see it just like buzz up to your cheek and just like makes a little rub on your cheek and says, okay. And then it just uh, lands on your shoulder and directly goes to sleep. Hey, uh, Mr. Mr. Racketeer, I think this one likes me. Oh, he d- oh, Sprocket has leaned right into you. <laughs> yeah. uh, now he will shut off for a little. This is just till he gets used to you. So just keep him on your person for about an hour and then he'll be right connected to you. Oh, this is awesome. This is, I could be like, I could be the hummingbird tonight. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you. I, I honestly, I, I, I'm not, this is no insult to the peacock, but I, I kind of love that idea of the hummingbird. I think you would fit. I think that'd fit you just splendidly. <laughs> Don't take any offense, Tinsel. Sorry. Uh, he just kind of like looks around like, it's Tinsel. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Tinsel's my, uh, Tinsel's my helmet that my mom made. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, it's like you're talking to your baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, this sweater, that, my mom yeah, did I mean, it. Don't take offense, sweater. <laughs> I mean, I I have certainly, as you can tell, named many of my creations, so I understand. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Hey, this is this has been this has been awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Tell you tell your friends. I will. One of them just won a dance competition. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Uh, okay, I will stop right here to say that before we go to the next uh, thing, is there any last thing anyone wants to do? I think Rupert sees the Peacock Knight looking like he's talking to himself and just has a look of extreme concern <laughs> on his face. I think uh, Kayvon is like feeling really good about himself. So he's doing like the whole standing by the table with all the food on it, just like snacking, but like also dancing to the music. You know, it's like chomping on food, you know, uh, aka like um, a la, uh, what was it Wesley from Angel? 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like just feeling it, just chewing on food. You just referenced Wesley from Angel, that one scene where, okay. Yes. That's awesome. Yes, okay. Great job, Paul. Thank you. Um, as you're doing this, you have, there is like a decent amount of, not maybe like the most uh, unique people will say they don't have tokens, but some other people come up and are like admiring you, congratulating you, or like impressed with you and, you know, asking you questions about your life. Oh, yeah. I just tell them about my time as a pirate on the, on the Pergo. Mm, the pergo um there's there's a couple <laughs> young maidens that are just swooning yeah i used to have my own ship too the cassiopeia but um yeah that was a that was a different time did that for about five years oh, cool. oh lovely yeah. thing. Anyway, just, just kind of mumbling to <laughs> mumbling to people as i'm chewing and dancing i'm <laughs> feeling really good you just hear whispers of like oh so brave so yeah Kayvon has totally like forgotten why they're here and he's just like this is awesome <laughs> this is so cool <laughs> okay. Uh, okay anyone else okay uh, so here's the next part is you hear another clack 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 of the cane uh, on it and everyone kind of quiets down again and, and the, the countess stands up and she says ah this has just been such a lovely time I I, I love how you've all just the joy you've brought to this room is just amazing. I love that you've participated in my silly contests for amusement and fun and and you've admired my friend's creations, partaken of the food. It's just uh, you've you've seriously warmed an, an old woman's dying I mean sorry, an old woman's heart. Um it's just it's just lovely. Um but now I think it's time for us to move on to <laughs> my favorite part of the night, which is the 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 dancing um, as I present my daughter, Suzette Urkans. And she kind of turns and gestures over to her. And, and for the first time of the night, you realize none of you have really paid attention that much, but you suddenly realize like Suzette has been in this chair the whole night. And you get this vibe of like, oh, like tradition is like she couldn't leave that dais until she was like presented. Uh, so she comes up, uh, and slowly walks down and the countess kind of looks around and goes, and now, um, for the first dance, um, Suzette will be dancing with Zachariah Cobbleshot and anyone else, uh, who has signed up for the dance cards, please join them on the floor now. All right, Duncan, let's do this. <laughs> hey, hey, Leon, are you going to dance? Like, do you want to like go dance? I guess that's where everybody's going. Like you want to go, I mean, you want to go over there? Leon looks down at his uh, card and looks up at you uh, and goes, "Yeah, I don't, I don't have anyone else signed up. Let's, let's, let's dance. Thank you for, thank you for inviting me, Bryson." Yeah, nobody asked me either. I, don't worry about it. It's like it happens. I mean, like even like the coolest guys sometimes they don't get like sometimes we're just intimidating. I guess even even I guess maybe we just got caught up in our conversation. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, delightful. Um, and everyone just moves down to the dance floor. I will say, did did was that a slip of Aaron about dying, or did that actually get said by the countess? Oh, that was that was actually said. Oh, oh. No. oh okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, did you hear? Did you hear about like the countess is like dying or whatever? Sorry, that was that was way too surfer guy. <laughs> did you hear the countess is like she said she's dying? Oh, I'm I'm sure that was an accident to slip. A slip of the tongue. Goodness knows she looks just as good as she always has. Yeah. Total gilf. <laughs> Jeez. Can can Kayvon like make like a, an insight check as to like uh, as to that little slip? 
Yeah, but, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, insight. Uh, I was going to say, how do you perception instead? You're really good at these. <laughs> what did I get? Oh, I got an 11. That's better than half. <laughs> I have a plus zero. <laughs> You, you, as you're kind of taking this in, you get this sense of like, she, like she said, like, it's a weird thing to slip on, but you can't, you can't think of a reason like why she would purposely slip that in. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. And you hear the pianos kind of get set and just this most melodic, beautiful waltz music starts to play and everyone just starts basically just elegantly gliding across the dance floor. Um, everyone who's dancing with a partner, please make a performance check. While they're dancing, I, um, Althea I can't do wants... athletics. <laughs> yes, Althea. <laughs> Althea wants to specifically kind of zone in on Suzette and, uh, Zachariah. Mr. Cobblestone and just sort of see, how, like, what the vibe is between them. Like, if she seems happy to be dancing or if she's still kind of not having a great time. Yeah, give me either an insight or an investigation. I'm not great at either of those, uh, so a nine. Yeah, um, you. The one thing you are certain of is that like she's not having a great time. Like this isn't like a best friend or anything. You can tell they're just like chatting as they dance. Nothing special seems to be happening. All right, and this goes in about you're probably about a minute into the song. You see. Uh, Luke Bonner Christie does this kind of fancy twirl of da- Daphne Claire, and and Meg Lockstart has uh, started doing some dance moves that maybe wouldn't normally fit into this dance uh, eh, awkwardly, but she's doing them. <laughs> <laughs> and Kayvon's clapping along. <laughs> uh, it goes through uh, when suddenly uh, all of you hear the sound of glass shattering, uh, and you look to where the sound came from, and it is the gifts table on the northwest corner. Uh, And what you see is that one of the boxes has kind of fallen off the table, and it's hard to see, but as you're kind of looking across, you can see that a big metal box has kind of come out of this present that was there, and there's like designs on it it's metal uh there's some gemstones in it and they are starting to glow and all of a sudden out of the the center of this box this metal rod starts stretching up towards the ceiling and it goes and it's it's one foot it's two foot it's three feet it just just keeps extending like an antenna until it's about 15 feet in the air and out of almost blooming like a flower out of the top of it is a light bulb. Uh, and as it just starts to glow and flash these colors that are actually like quite striking. And you kind of hear the crowd being like, ooh, like, what is this? It's a rave! <laughs> yeah, yeah! What is the Countess' plan? Like, just kind of going out. All of a sudden, there's kind of like this metal clicking and it, it gets louder and louder and it's kind of starting to not sound great. Like it's a little bit too loud and a little bit too mechanical. Uh, and then the light bulb glows just like bright, bright white and it just explodes. And these shards of glass just shoot out across the entire ballroom, uh, just showering everyone in these glass shards. And there's kind of a smoke around the room, like the music has stopped. Everyone's kind of looking pale and and frightened and doesn't know what happened. And some people are laying on the ground and, and look hurt. There's definitely like some blood coming off of people. Uh, 
and the countess is like, what, what, what's going on? What's happening? Uh, and then out of these groups of people, you just start to see the people on the ground twitching and rolling back and forth and their their kind of necks are jerking left and right and they they roll over and they're kind of like back bending up and down and there's like this heaving coming from them and you start to see basically just like foaming coming out of their mouth and almost the ones closest to you that you can see you just start to see some of their skin begin to like melt on their faces and just like acid burn away their teeth start showing without lips they kind of have these almost rotted parts of their arms that just fall off without any other part looking damaged and slowly these bodies that have been on the ground rise up and you see these kind of rotting flesh beasts now eyeing everyone in the room. That is not ideal. This is like part of the show. This is weird. <laughs> Kayvon's like, Meg, get behind me. You Right behind me. Just, you press your body up against me. I'll protect you. <laughs> uh, this is what some of them look like. Ooh. Ooh, all right. Oh, I love it. We know what Jordan's kink is. Can we, de- <laughs> can, we des- can we describe them a little bit for the listeners? Yeah, so these are just like like the party guests in their Victorian fancy duds, but like their faces are like melted away, weird mouth pieces coming out, sunken in eyes. Uh, yeah, almost zombified. Yeah, yeah, it's like steampunk zombified, and it's great. <laughs> you see, one of these just runs over to Daphne Claire and just latches onto her <gasps> neck. That's a little girl. No, Daphne's no, the mom. No, Daphne's oh, the good. mom. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, mom, I don't care about her. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of rude. Oh, that's right. Uh, and you hear Daphne scream out, uh, and that's where we'll start initiative when we get back. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this is so fun. I was not expecting Bryson to to have to be social. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for running this for us, Aaron. Uh, we're super excited to see what happens next as these uh, steampunk zombie people uh, come and attack this this party and all these guests that we've gotten to know. Uh, just remember, uh, you can check us out on Discord. Come talk with us about this campaign. And also, check out our Patreon and our shop. Anyway, until we get together next time, we hope you have a great time. <laughs>